Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Job Search Guide, where we speak with hiring and recruiting experts around the world to discuss tips that will help you in your job search. Today, we're talking about the job search process for mature workers and addressing the fear that you may be considered too old to be hired. To learn how you can overcome this worry and present yourself as a winning candidate, I'm talking today with Jane Jackson. Jane is a career management coach, speaker, and the author of Navigating Career Crossroads. Thanks for joining me today, Jane. Oh, it's great to be here, Jenna. Thanks for inviting me. So we're talking today about mature workers getting back into the workforce. And what are some of the common reasons that people who maybe they're retired or they're partly retired, what are some reasons that they're ready to get back into the search for a full-time job? Well, I've worked with a number of clients who have gone into retirement and have had to return. And there are multiple reasons according to, you know, whatever their life circumstances are. Mm -hmm. But normally what I found is for retirees returning to the workforce, the most common reason is financial. They've discovered that their retirement savings are no longer sufficient to maintain their lifestyle and they need to top up their income. Another reason could be because it's social, they miss that regular interaction with others and having a reason to get up at a certain time in the morning, it it makes such a difference in your life. But also sometimes the return to the workforce is driven by the desire just to do something that they perceive to be worthwhile and gives them a reason for being. And in those cases, retirees may target roles in the not-for-profit sector or opt for something like charitable work or volunteer to assist in an environment that they feel is really worthwhile to them. And in your experience uh, working with job seekers, especially those who are in their more mature years, what fears or hesitations do they have when it comes to searching for a job? Well, the number one reason I found is that mature workers usually fear that um, there'll be that perception that they'll be too old to be considered for employment. And they wonder if they're going to encounter ageism in the workplace. And then they're unsure if their skills are still relevant in the current market. And there's so many things that, that they're concerned about. And a lot of the fears are unfounded, but in certain areas, they do actually encounter a little bit of ageism. Mainly, if they haven't looked for a job for a long time, they may not be aware of the typical job search methods that are used today. And the big concern is that um, they may also have is that they don't know how to prepare properly for the job hunting process because things have changed over time. And that's exactly what we wanted to talk about today was for the mature workers who are looking for positions, there's seven different steps that you recommend that they can follow when they're entering the job market. So I wanted to cover um, the first one is simply to build their confidence. Mm -hmm. So what are some ways that mature workers can build their confidence when they're about to get into their job search? Okay. Well, in order to feel confident about re-entering the job market, mature workers really need to identify what they want to do and what they can do as well. Making a change from what's familiar can really be quite daunting. And in order to be effective when looking for a job, it's really important, first of all, to manage their stress levels by being mindful of the entire process and preparing well in advance. If they don't prepare well, they're going to feel anxious and they won't be quite uh, so confident. And so what's important is that they talk to people who are working in the area that they'd like to target so that they're aware of what the current requirements are. Things may have changed over time you know, what the skills, knowledge and experience are required. And if necessary, really get up to speed by getting some training if there's a skills gap. 
once they've got up-to-date skills, they'll start to feel a lot more confident in themselves. And speaking of skills, not only up-to-date skills, but maybe some skills that they can transfer from their previous career, that's an important step that you identify as far as going into the job search. So what kind of questions should mature workers ask themselves in order to identify what their transferable skills are? Okay, well, they must ask themselves, first of all, what do I do well? What do I really enjoy? And what do I excel in? If they've got the skills that they're really highly skilled at, and they can honestly say that they love using those skills, they're going to be the skills that they should focus on and research which roles would require them. What you do really well at and what you really enjoy doing, it makes it so much more easy to transfer because the passion will come through during the interviews. What would be an example of a transferable skill that they could use in their job search? And how could they use it in maybe two different careers? Well, communication skills is a transferable skill. Leading teams, problem solving, creating or designing things, instructing others, analyzing others, presenting in front of a group. All of those are skills that are potentially transferable if they're required in another role. For example, one of my clients was a finance manager and had to lead a team of 10 staff and was a really highly detail-oriented, analytical person and was required to present information to the board on a regular basis in her previous role, which happened to be in an IT IT company. Then she wanted to make a change in her career into the service industry and do something completely different. But she was really afraid that the only role she'd be considered for would be finance roles within the same industry that she'd already been in. However, when she discovered um, what she was really good at, and that was communicating with others, making complex information easy to understand for non-financial people, plus she was highly detail-oriented, that meant that she was really methodical and organized in the way that she worked. So she was really keen on the hospitality industry, but didn't want to be a finance manager again in a different industry. She just wanted to move into hospitality and do something different. And what she really, really wanted to do was to manage a restaurant. So she was able to use her excellent, really amazing communication skills, her organizational skills, and also her leadership and highly analytical capabilities to transition into a restaurant restaurant manager role. Because what she did was use the, her financial acumen, her ability to lead and motivate teams, and her excellent organizational skills to transition into this operational role, which she found was really satisfying in the next phase in her career. So as long as you know what your transferable skills are and you do enough research, it is possible to move into a new career, but you can't do it until you know what you need to focus on first. Right. And speaking of transferable skills, that's something that you may want to communicate in your resume as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And for mature workers, maybe they haven't updated their resume in a while, or if they are going through a career transition to something completely different, then there may be certain things that they need to be aware of on their resume. What are some do's and don'ts when it comes to resumes for mature workers? Actually, I found that so many of my clients that I've worked with who've been 
either in one role for a long, long time or have been out of the workforce for a while. And when they show me their old resumes, it's it's quite amusing because <laughs> back in the day, a resume really was just a list of responsibilities and it would even have things like your age and oh, wow. your marital status and your state of uh, health and how many children you've got, which now, and I, I'm, I'm speaking from Australia now, that, that's not permitted. You're not even allowed to ask that because it's equal opportunity employment. But mainly now your your resume, you have to remember that a resume is not a history of absolutely everything that you have ever done. Okay, many mature workers will have many years under experience under their belt. But what employers are looking for is the last 10 years of employment as the skills and knowledge gained in the last 10 years and most recently will be the most relevant in today's job market. The best thing to do is to keep your resume at about two pages long. And make sure that on page one, all of the most relevant information to the role to which you're applying is included. And that can be the industry experience, the type of roles held, relevant qualifications and certifications, as well as specific achievements that might be relevant for the new role. There's no need to say things like over 25 years of experience in because that's just going to highlight your age. Mm. But what you can put is extensive experience in then whatever the area is you want to highlight. Another thing is if you have a, a, a degree or, or a number of degrees obtained many, many years ago, you can state the degree and the educational body where you gained those degrees, but you don't have to put the graduation year if it's way back in time. Okay. Yeah. And an important thing to ensure is that there is a profile or a career summary right at the beginning of the resume, because that can project you into the desired role. And finally, remember that keywords that will capture the attention of the reader are very important because a lot of online job boards now, they use an applicant tracking system mm -hmm. and the applicant tracking system scans your resumes and picks out the keywords that are a match to what was in the job description. So analyze the job description so you fully understand what's required. Tailor the resume so that those keywords that you, you actually have as well as a skill is reflected in your resume. And get up to speed also, one last thing, is current terminology okay. as things may have changed over the years. I think those are some great practical tips for our listeners to take and apply as they're updating their resume. Another thing that mature workers might want to consider is updating their look. And of course, appearance isn't the number one qualification for a job, but the truth is that when you go into a job interview, your appearance will be noted. So what are some suggestions for updating your look um, and making sure that you are modern and professional? I'm glad you asked me that because professional image is so important as people make judgment on you within a few minutes mm -hmm. of meeting you. So if you're dressed appropriately for the interview and for the role, then you'll be giving yourself a much better chance. So first of all, you must remember that you must make sure that you wear age-appropriate attire but in current styles and your clothing must fit you well and be well cut. Clothes that fit well make you look a lot more professional. Something that's quite telling with age are your eyeglasses. So if you wear glasses, make sure they're in a current style as old-fashioned glasses are very, very aging. Mm -hmm. Another tip for looking more vibrant is to ensure that you have good posture. If you've got good posture, you stand taller, you actually look healthier and fitter as well. And the way that you walk is very important. If you walk with purpose and with energy, you'll be able to convey enthusiasm and it'll look like you've got the ability to get things done, which is what employers are looking for. 
And then the next step, of course, is to make sure that you're learning about new job search strategies. So what are some tools that mature workers can use for their job search that maybe they haven't used in the past, but now getting into the job search in the modern era, what are some tools that they could take advantage of? Yeah, there are a number of job search tools that mature workers and in fact all job seekers can use. The online job boards and recruiters are the obvious ones, as well as job fairs now. In fact, in Australia, we have an expo called Reinvent Your Career, which targets mature job seekers where they can learn about alternative careers, training options, and how to market themselves effectively with up-to-date methods about resumes and recruitment methods. But the most effective way to secure a job and research and statistics prove this is to leverage your network. You need to gain recommendations and referrals from those who know what you can do and what you'll like to work with. So a strong recommendation will get you halfway there. And how can they learn more about some online job search tools that they can use? There are many online job search tools. And in fact, Mm -hmm. your radio station is a great place for job seekers to learn as much as possible about how to look for a job. And one of the best ways to look for jobs and to market yourself is via LinkedIn, because this is the largest professional networking site globally. And in fact, according to a recent Jobvite survey, over 93% of recruiters use LinkedIn to source for candidates. So if you've got a good profile on LinkedIn, you may be found when a potential hiring manager or a recruiter is sourcing for a qualified candidate. However, online job boards are great, but I would suggest that mature workers spend no more than about 10% on online job boards as often it can seem like they apply and then their resumes disappear into a black hole Mm -hmm. and they don't hear anything. And and that's one of the most common complaints that I get. But use the online job boards for research and for ideas as to which industries and sectors are actively hiring at any given time. The job sites can give you advice on how to write a resume how to prepare for interviews and how to negotiate once the offers come in as well. But the majority of your time really needs to be spent on networking in person, conducting research so you're well informed about the job market and digging up opportunities and following up on leads too. And the next step, of course, in the job search process would be that you land an interview. What information should you include in your response to the question, why should we hire you? This is often a question that's the intimidating one for any, any job seeker, <laughs> but particularly yeah, right. for mature workers. What type of response should they be giving to the why should we hire you question? Yeah, this is an important one to prepare for because it's one of the most common questions. So if they ask, why should we hire you? The important thing is is to mention the specific skills that are essential for that role and also use the information you gained when conducting research about the role in the company to show that you understand the culture and how you'd be a good fit for the role and also the team environment. Your attitude towards the role will make a big difference. And even if you don't have all of the required skills, if you're able to demonstrate that you're willing to learn and adapt to what is required, that'll take you a long way when you get asked that particular question. Could you give us an example of what a good response might look like to this question? As an example, let's say we're talking about perhaps a sales role within a large department store. It would be helpful to demonstrate that you understand the company and the culture and then link your skills and experience to their needs. So you might say something like this. I've been a customer of this company for many years, and the reason why I've always returned is because I've been very impressed by the excellent service of the staff here. 
Whenever I've needed information or I've had questions, I've been treated with respect and I found the staff to be very knowledgeable. I can see that my work ethic and positive attitude towards excellent customer service will be of value here, plus I'm willing to learn and adapt depending on the situation. Over the years, I've been in situations where I've had to use my communication skills and ability to develop good working relationships and ensure a happy, productive work environment, and I look forward to the opportunity to do so here. So once you've said something like that, you could also give an example of how effective you've been in a typical scenario that you might encounter on this particular job, as people love to hear a story with a positive result. And then the final tip that we wanted to cover was to make sure that you're being flexible and realistic with your salary expectations. I think this is one thing that employers might hesitate with if you are a mature professional who's had many years of experience and maybe you're you're going for a position that is perceived as a, a lower position or not quite at the level you were before, that salary could actually be an issue. So how can you know that going into the job search, your salary expectation is realistic? You need to conduct research into the typical salary range of any role within any industry that you're targeting. And it also depends on the size of the company as to you know what the salary level might be. So some good websites that you can go to are payscale.com or glassdoor.com. Actually, one of my favorite websites that I use all the time with my clients as it has a global salary survey, is robertwalters.com. That's Walters with a W-A-L-T-E-R-S because they have a really good global survey where you can actually hone in on any country and any city and any industry and then the different departments within a company and whether you're zero to five years within a company or five to 10 years within a company and depending on the job title. And sometimes they even give you for certain roles what the day rate or the contract rate might be if you're a contractor as well. However, there's nothing better than talking to someone who's already in the company as they can let you know what the typical range for certain roles could be because you don't want to position yourself too high or too low. It doesn't matter whether you're a mature worker or you're a younger worker, if you've got the skills and experience and the value to add to a company, you have to believe in yourself and not sell yourself short. Well, Jane, I think you've offered us a lot of great advice for mature workers who are going into their job search. As we look to wrap up, I I wanted to give you the floor here at the end, just for the last minute or so, to offer any final words of advice. Um, Maybe it was something you touched on briefly or, or something that you had wanted to mention. Just a final message for our listeners on this topic. Thanks, Jenna. Well, I'd say that for any mature age worker returning to the workforce, it's really important to prepare yourself well before you launch your job search campaign. Don't do it half prepared. Make sure you are well prepared because your confidence level will be so much higher. And believe in yourself. Understand what makes you really tick and what you have to offer and then create a strong resume and LinkedIn profile because LinkedIn is where you're going to be found and use all of the job search methods available to you from the online job boards to working with recruiters and most importantly to leverage your network. I'd say that you need to prepare examples of your successes so you can talk about the relevant ones confidently during the interviews and above all remember that even though it may feel like a roller coaster ride analyze what's working for you what isn't working, and then adjust your strategy as you go along. Above all, the most important thing is do not give up. 
And actually, if you want more information, um, my book, Navigating Career Crossroads, takes you through the seven essential steps for a successful career transition. And you can find it on Amazon.com. And that's Navigating Career Crossroads. And with that final bit of advice, we will finish up the show. You've been listening to Job Search Guide with our guest, Jane Jackson. You can learn more about her by visiting janejacksoncoach.com. Jane, thank you again for joining me today. Oh, thanks very much, Jenna. And we love to hear from you, the listeners, as well. So if you have a comment on this topic or a suggestion for another subject to cover on the show, please email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter under at the LJN. Once again, I'm Jenna Konar, wishing you the best of luck in your job search. <laughs>